Hello, and welcome to Seriously Pointless Conversations About Culture, the podcast where myself and a few of my friends get together and discuss nerdy things. Just a reminder, if you like what you're listening to, please subscribe to Seriously Pointless Conversations' YouTube channel, or you can find us on your favorite podcasting apps. Thank you for your support. Without you, none of this would be possible. Thanks for coming by. Now let's get into the episode. Hi, and welcome to Seriously Pointless Conversations About Culture, your Seriously Pointless podcast about all your nerdy geek things across time and your murderous Vikings with daddy issues. Um, that's uh, that know, w- It sounds like a niche genre, but it's there's actually quite a bit of it out there. Yeah, yeah I must say, um, <laughs> just a few, according to my calculations. Um, there's definitely a few. Definitely, uh, this is a... Uh, a big genre that blew wide open within the last 10 years between, I know, a couple live-action shows. Yes. Um, Vikings, which, to be fair, though, I really enjoyed. Uh, maybe not the later seasons, but the early stuff is just it was good. phenomenal. Um, but, yeah, it's definitely gone on quite a bit. Uh, there's definitely been Netflix adaptations mm-hmm. and all kinds of other stuff. But specifically, James, uh, because um, we are definitely weebos, uh, mm-hmm. and we uh, prefer the animated version of things i like my violence to be cartoon it's true it makes me feel better about myself it's more real than life (laughs) we're gonna be watching uh first episode of vinland saga today uh which is getting a lot of praise to be honest with you and i don't know have you have you really watched a whole lot of it i have not watched any of the anime i did read like the first 90 chapters or something in the manga (laughs) when it was during its original run I got to roughly where the second season is at, where he's like yes. at the farm, because he took he took a big break, I think, before he started that second kind of wave of manga. Yes, and I that's when I kind of got out of reading manga. It takes a lot of time to sit there and well, read. And this was in like the monthly Shonen Jump, and so these are like beefy chapters, or like sixty page chapters. They think they think boys, they boys. Yeah, so I I I so I actually first heard of this one from the anime because. I, I didn't even know that it was a manga. I mean, obviously, you know, most anime starts out as mangas normally. Yeah. Um, but I just never heard this one before. But that's just because of the sheer amount of manga and anime that comes out of Japan, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But when I found this, I'm like, oh, I'm like, this seems interesting. And at first I was like, I don't really know if I want to watch all this. But, man, I got like two or three episodes into it. And I'm like, this is my jam, dude. It's it's historical fiction. It's hyper violence. <laughs> it's character driven. I mean, this is all like the things you like in this show. This is very true. This is very true. <laughs> this is like the Viking version of Castlevania. I mean, oh my god, without the supernatural stuff, but it's more historic. So you know, <laughs> I, yeah, this is definitely ticking some dad boxes for me. I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's it's you know what my dad. So like, I know a lot of guys make a lot of dads get make fun of about historical like. They like historical, uh, like warfare stuff, and mm-hmm. like, I'm like, no, I'm like, I like historical fiction in general, just oh, yeah. because I like that to like think about those time periods and things like that. But then again, like I said, I always like, I always like any kind of fiction that involves like um, uh, different viewpoints on things like that. And this one specifically goes into like the the Vikings viewpoint, mm-hmm. which I know some other uh, uh, shows don't do that, but this is definitely taking the vein from like. A lot of like the the Vikings uh, TV show, which I don't know how. When, do you know exactly whenever this show, or whenever the manga first came out? Uh, it was running whenever we were in college. Because I remember, oh wow, when, I remember reading it like my freshman sophomore year was when yeah. the original run was happening. 
Yeah, this didn't. Well, it might have been out for a few years already because, like I said, it was in the monthly jump and it already had forty. Yeah, this totally. This it. definitely predates. Um, this predates the Viking craze by a while. Well, yeah. then, dang. Yeah, this guy had a. This guy, I don't even know who the author for this guy for this one was, but he definitely had a jump on the stuff. So yeah, that's really cool. I like that idea. But um, so if you guys enjoy uh, historical fiction that is insanely bloody, like I do. Um, uh, come and join us. Come into our our parlor if you will. Mm-hmm. Grab a nice cold drink, guys, because uh, we'll do a countdown here in a little bit. And like I said, this is going to be the first episode of the first season. Um, we'll do a countdown from five here in just a second, uh, and then we'll get all get started. And uh, you can listen to me make fun of uh, things or scream and delight like a little schoolgirl <laughs> as people get cut, well, chopped into bits. We'll before find we out. start, there is a book series I want to plug. Okay, plug away. So, remember I had you read the Kairos book series? Yes, before? you did. You did. So this is another one by the same author, Maxine Duran. Okay. Uh, this one's called uh, Quick Save. Sorry, it's called The Perfect Run. Okay. It, the titular character is Ryan Romano, and he's named Quick Save. Okay. This is like a post-apocalyptic thing where this character thing, the alchemist, distributes millions of vials that grant people superpowers simultaneously across the world. And a lot of chaos happened. The world's an irradiated mess at this point because Uh of the ensuing war afterwards. This character has a power where whenever he dies, he respawns back at his last save. (laughs) And... He does what he calls the perfect run, where he goes to different communities and tries to create the most po- perfect possible ending before he leaves and moves on to the next place. <laughs> I'm going to actually have to look this up. It's actually, it's, it's really, really good. Okay. Uh, it's got a Deadpool vibe of humor. I can see that. Especially the first couple books. There's three total. There's a lot of fourth wall blanking stuff. There's uh, not a lot of fourth wall, but like the over-the-top vagueness. Okay, I can do that. And it kind of has some of the video game style humor of like, you know, people trying to find the different endings and stuff like that. And I can see that, yeah. It, it's deep, it's character-driven. It's actually it really, really good. What was the name of it again? Uh, this one's called The Perfect Run. The Perfect Run. It's three books. Uh, it's on Kindle, and it's also on Audible. Okay. And I listened to the audiobooks, and they were, they were quite good. Is it on, It's not an Audible only, is it? I don't know if it's Audible only. I might have to look because a lot of times, unfortunately, I know all the stuff I, I, I try to find and say, it's, it's, it's say like Audible only. So I have to like, I can't get it from my library. But so I have to try because I'm uh, I've gone down to the library only boy right now. So it's it's just one of those cost saving things. And I'm like, eh, it is what it is. So it is but it is. I think I have a couple credits still on my Audible account. So I might uh, I might blow them. This is, this is worth one. I think you'd like this one a lot. OK, I will check and it it's out. It's not lit RPG. There's no game elements to confuse. Oh, uh, no, it's not confusing. It's just. I think it annoys me. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I get distracted by it. I'm just like, why are we talking about this again? I don't need to know about him putting stats, points into his stats. It's okay. I get well, it. Well, and that's a, and that's one thing, and that's why I read the Kairos one. Because like, yeah. I, lit RPG is much less annoying when you're reading it. Yeah. Because if you don't want to like do the menu thing, you could just skim past that stuff. I yeah. Whenever it's in audible form, and you have to listen to someone like read it to you for a minute, it is much much worse. I I will agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, it definitely kind of, you know, irritated me a little bit. I think it's what turned me off a little bit on it. But yeah. but I'll have to check that one out. So it's it's uh, Perfect Run. Perfect Run. Perfect Run. All I remember, he, he that's, yeah, I was kind of going off on a tangent there. Sorry. I'm at the end of my day, so. Yeah. But, okay, guys, uh, we will get into episode one, and we're going to do a countdown in five, four, three, two, one. All right. Oh, good, man, Polly.
the art on this is great. It's really good. And that is actually the same style as the manga. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, the, manga, the manga had awesome art. Aww. That's my baby boy and my wife. Oh, he's definitely having a dream. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's killing folks. Yep. Oh, that guy's dream. Oh, see, that's how you know he's a BA. He cut through four people and a, and a mass at once. Oh, yeah. So is he not a friend? Or he's a friend. He, okay. 987 AG. That Norse name. He's one of Dad's friends. Oh, okay. So he's gonna... I love that he just picks the guy up as a shield. A dead guy as a shield. Mm -hmm. I love that. So this is what always interested me about, like, naval warfare back in the day. Especially, like, Norse warfare. Mm-hmm. Like it, since it's all on boats, it all shit the the like the whole battlefield can just shift at a moment's notice depending on how they move around. Well, yeah, especially but, in like a pre-black powder era where there's no cannons, yes. these boats had to be very, very close to actually yes. engage in combat. Yeah. I mean, the, I guess you could have a, a ballista mounted on a boat, three cannons. Yeah, well, and then you do a lot of things like with like the Greeks and the Romans, which is probably eh, roughly, maybe a little bit, that's earlier than this. Yeah, I mean, flaming arrows, flaming, can, flaming uh, catapults, that sort of thing, but... Interesting. Hell. Well, to be fair, though, they are up north. But yeah, they do a lot of, like, you do, like, that's why they get, like, the Greek fire and things like that, and they specifically go after your mm -hmm. boats and whatnot, but... Yeah, my understanding Greek fire was a short-lived invention. Uh, well, I understand they had just as much trouble burning their own boats as other people's. I can see that. Well, if you can't find a way to store it properly. More the delivery aspect of it. Okay. They lack, say, yeah. It was a liquid, and they lacked a good way to get it sufficiently far away from their own boats. Oh, uh, so it's like so a drippage. You, you could like pull it up on the on the water right next to your boat. Or they had like a little like funnel thing, like a little arm that reached out where they would try to get close and like, you know, pour it onto the yeah, opponent's boats. Nah, I guess it was more of a delivery issue was the problem with it. So he's going to go get a sortie? No, he's going to leave his sword there. And he's just going to, yep, he's like, ah, I'm done. So everybody's still fighting, and he's just uh, off on the beach. Okay, cool, got it. He said, this land is not your land, this land is my land. <laughs> that is a big old battle, and titular title. Inland Saga. Definitely not like as... This is kind of the intro. Like, this isn't even the main character here. This is the main character's dad. 
Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. So just kind of giving you the background for him. Row, row, row. Man, I do. His dad makes choices that the main character doesn't understand, and then so a lot of his growth through the series has to do with that. So, little blonde boy is the main character. Yeah, little blonde boy with the double daggers. Okay. Is he like me? I hate my dad. No, not like that. He's just like, why, daddy? Why did you do that? And his daddy's like, shut up. Mm-hmm. You're gonna learn. So are they up on like Greenland? Vinland. Okay, so is it like, is it just, like, they're just calling it like, is it a story? They're calling it a fi- using a fictional name to call it something else? Yeah, I mean, this is up for the Viking Islands. Area of Scandinavia. Okay. Because this is the historical rating, rating by yeah. is the idea. So and they, curi- they do have some politics here involved where the, the Vikings raiding English settlements. And so a lot of the story, well, too, a lot of the story, especially the early part, takes place in England. Well, I'm sure like they'll do things like the Ural, the, the Jarls. The Jarls are yeah. going to go after each other mm-hmm. um, because eventually that's, if you read a lot of that, that's how they end up, you know, forming Norway, essentially, yeah. eventually making... And then it's just, it's literally just, it's like every other kingdom. It's its just like a, a massive, like, power struggle about whoever stays in charge, essentially. Oh, exactly. Even whenever you get dynasties like the English do, like with the Tudors and stuff, it's like, mm-hmm. it's still just a massive, like, all it takes is one, like, paragraph in the right way and somebody else takes over kind of thing. Well, this is kind of one of the problems in history is a matter of forced projection over distance. Is like, yeah. how do you rule... Whenever it takes weeks and months to reach the far extents of your yep. empires, it's like, and so that's part of what I mean made Rome even possible was their system of roads. Yep. I mean, uh, you non-historians don't think of Rome as primarily a you know architectural civilization, but in a lot of ways they were. Well, I mean, like you said, the same is true of the Aztecs and like every other large empire in history. It's like uh, Egypt and all those guys. It's like logistics is what made those larger empires possible. And that's honestly that's what helped. Without a system of roads and you know horses and mounts and stuff, I mean, more modern example would be the United States and the Intercontinental Railroad. Exactly. I mean, it's that's the only reason why we were able to maintain uh, control over. The, that's why they call it the Wild West. <laughs> well, that's part of what has made our federal government stronger, too. Uh, city-states are kind of the natural situation, especially, you know, yep. pre-modern transport. And the, especially, you know, like, state of the Jarls, I mean, yep. another way of calling it is, like, you know, every, every local governor is a king to themselves because yep. they, they have the power. Where did you go, Uncle Frank? Ah, uh, it's a wicked mustache. Mm-hmm. You gotta throw your hand into the air. How else do you know that he's victorious? It's true. Has, you would never know that with him walking on the land. No. What did he call it? I called it America. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, not America. Pseudo America. 
Because I'm assuming that's why he has a headdress and a, a peace pipe. <laughs> ah, yes. That would be Maine. <laughs> yep, see, that's America. Or Canada, one of the two, probably. Mm -hmm. That's why I took it from one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I keep getting Jewish vibes with the little curls in front. I know they should come down his ears, but I'm just like, I'm waiting for say like, Oy vey, it's been such a war horrible day. I was out cutting the grass, cutting the wood down, sorry. Uh, this is probably one of the few places where the Jews were not actually at. Never, yeah, not here. Yeah. Not until much, much later. What about the Mormon gander? My grandfather told me it it's true. And then you, then you see off the edge of the world, right? That's how yep, it works. Exactly. Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> That's exactly how he's talking to him. Pretty much. I don't think you understand how long I was at sea for. This is from a kid with a top knot. Mm -hmm. Oh man, dude, you're getting you're gonna beat the crap out of these kids, dude. I mean, it's honestly a miracle the Vikings made it to America at all. Probably much, honest, less, much less got there reliably. Sheer luck, dude. And it just goes to show that how well... Like, initially, sheer luck, but it just goes to show how good they were at navigating. They were actually a very good seafarers. Not very good people, like, societally, but... <laughs> I mean, you know, it's what it is, you know? It's just... Yeah. For but, the typical pre-Christian society. Yeah. Oh, what's your little olive chain? The man is not not dressed for the weather. What are you talking about? I've seen you out in snows and Kirksville wearing nothing but shorts and sandals. I mean, for ten minutes at a time, sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot of snow. That's a lot of snow. Man, that looks like it's like what looks like looks like me and Jackie when we sit down to have a conversation. We're just like, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I know right, you know. right now, definitely. There's some days where I'm just like, "Yep, yeah, how that's was your one, day?" That's one thing they don't tell you about marriage. Ten years in, you know, at some point, you, you know each other really well. You're like, "What are we going to talk about tonight?" And you're just like, "How was your day? Good. Yours? Good. Okay. Okay." <laughs> you just kind of <laughs> like, like, as long as nobody's dying, you're okay with it. And you'll sit down and watch something together, and you're like, "Okay." Yep. But the main thing is. We can still make a mile with our stupid, dumb jokes. Exactly. <laughs> That's all that matters. And they just look at us just like, why? Why would you do that? Well, it's, uh, it's like when you were first dating and you were first married, yep. there's a we-need-to-get-to-know-each-other-better phase. Yes. 
And, you know, 10 years in, I feel like we're kind of at, like, a maintaining the relationship phase. Yes, very much. It's like, it's you're working to maintain the intimacy of the relationship. But I already know almost everything there is to know about her. Oh, he dead. Oh, Norman Gunner got him. That's right. A.K.A. Big Sis. She's not cold. Oh, it's Mom? I think that's Mom. That's Big Sis. No, maybe. I farted tons of times in this. <laughs> That's how you warm the bed up, James. I mean, it does work, yeah. And Kelly doesn't understand what I tried to explain that. <laughs> That's how you get it going. To... I'm pretty sure it's his sister. Ooh, that's a lot of snow. You were right. Mm -hmm. See, I just, I've never, see, I've never. Why do we have to do this? Normal people would just buy a slate. Especially with mother's health, your daughter shouldn't have to do all the chores. See, that is daughter, yeah. See, I never understood, like, what a large amount of snow was until the first time I went up to, like, I went with my aunt up into um, Minnesota, which is where she's from. Or Wisconsin. It was Minnesota, yeah. And it was during like the winter time, and I was just like talking like like several feet of snow, and I'm just like, good God! I'm like, this isn't like this shouldn't be normal. Yeah, and that's the thing; like, it just doesn't go away. In no, places. it just stays there for months. Mm -hmm. Like so, like this place. I mean, this place, like his his house could collapse if he didn't get rid of it. He's already waited too long, honestly. Yeah, especially with how it's built. It's okay. He's well preserved, James. I mean. He gets a frostbite going on. What, a little bit? Do these look bad to you? <laughs> <laughs> well, they are black, so uh, I'm going to say you're probably screwed. Yeah. How much of last night's story was true? Every bit of it. You know, a little part of me kind of wondered, uh, I saw him with the paintbrush, I was just like, I was hoping he was kind of doing like they do with the old B-52 bombers, like drawing a, a half-naked woman on it. <laughs> just like, it's like Betsy. Yeah. <laughs> Betty. No, he's just sealing it. Mm -hmm. Getting it ready for the old raids. You can borrow my old boat. My dad's mean. He's trying to protect you. You see, can be frightening. It's true. I was once trapped by a floating sheet of ice. It wasn't very long after we moved to that's a lot of ice. There you go. They're in green now. Boom. I guess that's one way to do it. You should eat some ice. It's the only fresh water around. Is that how that works? If it freezes and it becomes ice on top, it's fresh? Even if it's on like mm -hmm. a... Okay. Yeah. Even if it's in the ocean? Yeah. I'll be damned. Good to know. There you go. I always thought it just assumed it would have... I don't know if it's salt. Perfect, I don't know if it's perfectly salt free, but it definitely is way, way, way less. Salt. It's it's not going to dehydrate you if you drink it. No, it's very drinkable. Okay, cool. You have to have a way to melt it, of course, but I'll work my hardest. I'll stick it between my thighs and I'll just like have a little <laughs> cup down there. I'm like, warm up. Was he dead? Ooh, that's somebody didn't treat him very well, did they? 
warm him up now. Oh, wow. He knows CPR. Apparently. Well, anyone will tell you, if you're uh, out in the cold, you're not dead until you're warm and dead. It's true. Like any ER doctor will tell you that. Yep. You might be surprised sometimes. It's, yeah, well, no. it'll come back when you warm them up. Oh, no. Yeah, 100%, dude. I, I've definitely run across a couple people in my old job. Definitely. Like, they've been out in, like, those those uh, sub-freezing temperatures and whatnot. And somehow, like, they look like they're almost dead. And, or they're almost dead. And they're just not moving or anything like that. And all you have to do is get them somewhere warm and just kind of... Yeah, just because you can't feel a pulse doesn't mean there's not something in there. Oh, yeah, 100%. Just get them warmed up as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got a big beard and a big sword. You know that. That's authority right there. That's right. I'm the first king. Yeah. I don't know why he's got a pirate accent, but he does now. Kneel before your king. Oh, so he was a mean king. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, he probably went. They probably went to check out Greenland, and they came back. Find that was the frozen shithole. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not misleading at all, James. I love that was one of the things that they did. Is they literally just they deliberately misnamed the places so people would go to the wrong place. Pretty much. It's like this place is really nice. I want to keep it for myself. Iceland it is. Yep. Daddy, what are you doing to that man? Man, he's been going like nonstop, hasn't he? Where is it you come from? D's. I'm from D's. D's nuts. Ah, you got there. <laughs> so what? Aww. Yeah, it's somebody. Yeah. Doesn't need to go back to where he was. Came from. Oh, bad guys? I think I'm looking for him, probably. Yep. Lave or Leaf? I was interested if his name was Leaf. Is his name Lave or Leaf? I'm not sure. Leaf, probably. Well, they're just going off the leaf air, some type thing, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, he seems like fun. Oh, he definitely seems like a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. He's got that little Spanish mustache. He's true, and the long black hair. Probably super oily, too. 
Surprised he doesn't have like a little raven or like a like a snake as a pet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just, just randomly, I just cut your arm off. <laughs> just like earlier. It's like, and so now I remember you. You think you'd remember the guy that cut your arm off? Um, just like, just from first yeah, glance. a lot of blood. I mean, oh. <laughs> That's pretty, ooh, oh yeah. He's pretty good with that. He's almost got like a whip-like mm -hmm. kind of like dexterity like with that. Going on. I know. Oh, he's definitely like lawful evil. I'm really sad that he doesn't stroke his mustache and yes, <laughs> yes. You got the ducks. So he's from, he's a Slavic man. He doesn't look very Slavic. And then he's also emaciated though too, so. Yeah. Stay with us. So he's going in and out of consciousness. Got that. Dream it a little bit. Okay. You got a lot of trauma, got it. Finland. So is are basically they are they calling uh Great Britain Vinland, I guess? Uh, I mean West would be like America. Oh maybe they're gonna make maybe as well. Yeah, he's America's Vinland. So they're calling that? Okay. Hey mom. Hey brother. He's definitely like going off in his own little Yeah, I mean he's gonna die. His legs are all black. Yeah, brought him in. Do forgive the interruption, of course. I am. And I wasn't back. Well, he seems like. Yeah. They're going to be a fight? Is that what you think? We weren't hiding him. He was enough to die. We were just nursing him back to health so you could. Tell me. How much did you pay for this? Uh, sorry. Oh, I'm getting a little bargaining time, huh? Yeah? He's coming home with me. He must be tortured as an example to the other slaves. 
<laughs> when, you, when you need to impose, uh, <laughs> scare somebody, you got to stand up, right? Especially when you're like a little bit, quite a bit taller than everybody else. Take eight sheep? Damn. So, Thoris, do you honestly believe you freed that man from his chains? Where exactly? I'll be choosing a sheep myself. Hmm. Yeah, that's the worst. So daddy doesn't like daddy doesn't like slaves, so he makes sure nobody has slaves. Yeah. He He saw enough death in war and he turned his life around. I can see that. He attained a certain amount of status in battle, which lets him do things like that. Ways like these. Man, Leif said that he told me that our ancestors ran away from the east. Escaping and running away are two different things. <laughs> oh my. Yes, where will we go? Show us. Oh, he's got the high top. Mm -hmm. That son, you will learn in the next episode. <laughs> Everything the light touches is yours. Wait, it's, what? It's dark outside, Dad. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to deal with that. What are you doing? That <laughs> yeah, was pretty good. Oh, you got a little, uh... It's kind of just the introductory arc. Little sword. I think that it's probably going to be two or three episodes before it really gets going. That's not too bad. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed that thoroughly, actually. Um, it's quite good. I think I will actually watch some more of that at some point. Um, maybe tonight, even. We'll find out. Maybe I can sit there and uh, enjoy watching it. Really, I can watch it and ridicule you guys while you play League. So <laughs> um, I don't know, but yeah. So that was Vinland Saga, everybody. Um, if you guys enjoyed that, uh, let us know. Uh, I think we're gonna keep doing some of those. If you guys want us to start doing some more uh, longer, um, uh, what I say, longer ones, like well, not longer episodes, but doing more consistent, just going through entire uh, uh, series, we can start doing that. Uh, we might actually start doing that here in a little while. Um, so we can, yeah, kind of do just do a, a more of a more consistent watch along as opposed to kind of cherry picking and finding what we want. But uh, mm -hmm. but yeah, we might just do that in the, in the future. But uh, yeah, James, that was a pretty good uh, recommendation. I know. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what we're going to do next. We'll do something else next. We might do more of your uh, No Game, No Life, maybe. Maybe... Uh, or uh, Marshall, Magic and Marshall. I've never seen that one. That one came out this season. It's, uh, 
how to describe this. It's an anime which is kind of a One Punch Man Harry Potter mashup. I can deal with that. It's it's kind of zany, but it's fun. I might that might be a good <laughs> palate cleanser for the day, so or for the week. So, but either way goes, that's that is kind of what we've got planned for the future. If the uh, if anything like that changes your uh, tweaks your fancy, come in and watch us or listen to us watch again. Um, also, we might have some updates coming in the near future. Um, doing some changes with the podcast a little bit, um, trying to get some uh, video formatting in for us at the future so we can kind of, you can see what the hell we look like at some point. But uh, those are the plans. I know, James. I know. But we, this can be our casting couch, James. I do like that idea. We need a black couch. Then. I know. Well, we don't want to be able to see the stains. So <laughs> either way, though, guys, uh, thanks for sitting in and listening to us. Uh, and we will see you next time. All right. Talk to you later, James. Bye. If you're interested in keeping up to date with new episodes on our channel, add us on any of your favorite podcasting apps, or subscribe to our YouTube channel at Seriously Pointless Conversations. If you have questions or concerns, please email us at seriouslypointlessconvo at gmail.com. We appreciate any feedback. Thank you for listening to our show.